0: 702. The UK Report with Adam Gilchrist. The UK Report is brought to you by eWallet Pro from FNB Business. FNB, how can we help you? A division of First Rand Bank Limited, an authorized FSB and a credit provider. And we say good morning to Adam Gilchrist joining us on the line for this morning's UK Report. Now, Adam, I listen to the show quite regularly, and this is not the first time that I would have heard you talk about. A drone accident. What on earth is going on there?
1: Yeah, well, quite. And we have new rules and new guidelines, but they don't seem to be making an awful lot of difference. Mm -hmm. Um, But indeed, police are investigating another near miss between a drone and a passenger plane at Newquay Airport in Cornwall. The plane had 62 people on board, so a relatively small plane, but nonetheless, it was on its landing approach going into Cornwall. It was about 900 feet up, when up, popped a remote-controlled drone which flew alongside for several seconds. The pilot apparently reported it immediately, and they had a search of the area and didn't find anything, and and of course these drones can be controlled from quite some distance, but this after as you say, Previous reports, a drone allegedly struck a larger Airbus plane at Heathrow Airport, a total of 23 drone near misses in a six-month period, according to the Civil Aviation Authority. It just feels like these near misses are getting nearer and less missy. And yes, we do have all these rules and guidelines, but are they doing any good? And it's, it's a right problem because you just wonder where we're heading.
0: Scary indeed. Uh, there's a crackdown now on illegal tattoos. Is this a, is this a major problem there?
1: Well, apparently so. It's not one that I personally have come across, <laughs> but. Uh... Being a bit squeamish about pain and stuff, I've I've not really uh, myself entered into a tattoo parlor, but I know that they are the absolutely rage. I mean, once upon a time it was only sailors, wasn't it? The members of the Royal Navy who had the tattoos, but this day and age, of course, loads of people have them. And the local government association here is saying, well, unfortunately, this now means there's such a growth area in dodgy tattooists. Lo and behold, all tattooists are meant to be licensed in the UK, and they're not meant to give tattoos to children under 18s. And yet now suddenly, unlike since tattooists working out their back kitchens or their garden sheds and offering discount deals to school children. In some cases, there are even do-it-yourself tattoo kits, which doesn't oh, sound like yeah. a great idea. Ooh, ooh, and that's... you can buy those for 25 And again, it's it's also that problem that, that you know bear in mind what they're doing, that everything is meant to be uh, absolutely sterilized. Mm-hmm. Uh, needles in particular, the ink, the equi- any equipment used, and yet some of them are not. And so what local councils are saying is, yeah, we have all the, the guidelines that they are meant to be licensed they're meant to be this they're meant to be that but let's make sure we can now crack down on them with perhaps heavy jail sentences is that the only way to stop them uh, I wonder, when you have a growth area, like nail bars, I mean, we have Mm -hmm. nail bars coming out of our ears, as it Mm -hmm. were. Uh, How do you stop illegal tattooists when it's such an enormous industry?
0: A DIY kit for tattoos. Now I've heard it all, Adam. So Mm. you're doing quite well at the Olympics, as are we. I mean, our medal count is growing, but uh, Britain's best female Olympian is at it again.
1: Yeah, uh, she's uh, Catherine Granger. She has become our most decorated female Olympian. And she's done that thing, which uh, I'm so terribly impressed with myself, which is to keep coming back. I mean, to go to one Olympics and, you know, get anywhere near a medal is brilliant, but to keep doing it at five Olympics in a row in rowing and that's 2,000 metres of hard graft and she has done it again. Catherine Granger has, uh, she's got silver in the double skulls in Rio, so that is now four silvers and a gold dating back to Sydney 2000. At the age of 40, Catherine says enough is enough, that's it, she's not going to row anymore but then the rower Steve Redgave famously once said, if you see me in a boat again shoot me and he competed in two more Olympic Games after that, So I suppose 40 might make your mind think a little bit. But as I say, there's something special about an Olympian, it keeps coming back. Plus, Rowing is one of those sports where all the training is impossibly cold and early and in godforsaken watery bits of Britain. And in her case, the godforsaken watery bit is perhaps the River Dean near Aberdeen. That's certainly where she began. And you just think, yeah, that is an extraordinary thing. And it's, it's not uh, – I, I know our sprint cyclists did it, but, you know, they're sitting down for about a minute. <laughs> She's sitting down for some, some really hard graft. So hats off to her.
0: Well done to her indeed. Adam, thank you. Thank you so much. And we'll also still be watching, of course, the Olympics and good luck to Team SA as well.